Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the Dictionary. I say this a lot, so I'm trying to change it up a little bit. It gets a little boring and repetitive, don't you think? Especially when you listen to this every single day. As usual, contact information is in the episode details, wherever you are listening. I actually just this morning started sending this to some other sites. Uh, I I saw a thing on Reddit that said, we've compiled all the different sites uh, for podcasts and how you can put yours on there. Uh, So I started adding mine to some of those, and I still have a ways to go. But I just want to get this out there because I don't think people realize that there's a thing called the dictionary Uh, where you can go and learn words, learn new words, learn what the definitions of words are. Uh, So, of course, I think everybody should hear this. Please share and subscribe and rate and review and all that good stuff. All right, let's get into the words. First word for this episode, a very exciting word, amblyopia. A-M-B-L-Y-O-P-I-A. I don't know what it means. I'm going to find out in a second, and so are you, but I have to say this is is just a very fun-sounding word. Amblyopia. 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 All right, enough of that ridiculousness. This is a noun from circa 1706. Dimness of sight, especially in one eye without apparent change in the eye structures, called also lazy eye. Amblyopic is an adjective. I know some people with this condition. I never knew it was called amblyopia. They probably know, but maybe they don't even know. I just know it as a lazy eye. Although I think that kind of is a, not derogatory necessarily, that might be a little extreme. I wonder how people think of that term, who have this condition. Do they think lazy eye is mean in any way? Um, Or are they just like, yeah, I got a lazy eye. But I know uh, from working with one of them, he said he can't go see 3D movies because because his eyes don't really line up the way they're supposed to. Uh, it's something that they can't experience. The etymology says this is from Greek amblyopia. I guess it's the same word, which is from amblis, which means blunt or dull. And there's more at the word mollify, M-O-L-L-I-F-Y. Next is Amboina, A-M-B-O-Y-N-A, could also be spelled A-M-B-O-I-N-A. Is there a word that's amgirlna? That's a stupid joke. This is a noun from 1770, a mottled curly-grained wood of a Southeast Asian tree of the legume family. The scientific name for the Southeast Asian tree is pterocarpus, Indicus. Next we have Ambrosia. A-M-B-R-O-S-I-A. This is a noun from the 15th century. 1A. The food of the Greek and Roman gods. 1B. The ointment or perfume of the gods. So it's the food of the gods, but also the ointment or the perfume of the gods. Are they eating the ointment slash perfume? Or are they putting the food on themselves to smell better? Somebody please clear this up for me. Two, something extremely pleasing to taste or smell. Three, a dessert made of oranges and shredded coconut. Ambrosial is an adjective that has an L at the end. And ambrosially is an adverb. 
I need some context on where you would use the word ambrosialee. If you can think of one, please send me an email. The etymology says, uh, this is from Greek, literally it means immortality, which is interesting. I guess it's uh, the food or the perfume for the Greek and Roman gods, which are probably immortal. Uh, But the thing that they're eating wouldn't necessarily be immortal. That is from the word ambrotos, which means immortal. And that is from combining a plus mabrotos, which is akin to the word brotos, which means mortal. So if we backtrack a little bit, adding the A to brotos uh, makes it the opposite. So immortal, or no, sorry, mortal becomes immortal. And there is more at the word, get ready for it, murder. Yes, the words murder and ambrosia are related etymologically. Next, we have ambrosia beetle. Two words. This is a noun from 1897. Any of various small wood-boring beetles that cultivate a fungus on which they feed and raise their larvae or larvae. The scientific family name for wood-boring beetles is Scalitidae. S-C-O-L-Y-T-I-D-A-E. Are you learning things? I know I am. If you think people should learn more, please tell them about this podcast. All right, no more of that. Next, we have ambrotype. A-M-B-R-O-T-Y-P-E. This is a noun from 1854. A positive picture made of a photographic negative on glass backed by a dark surface. Ambrotype. Next, we have ambry. A-M-B-R-Y. This is a noun from the 14th century. One looks like it's a chiefly British uh, dialectic word. Uh, We have the synonym pantry. Two, a recess in a church wall as for holding sacramental vessels. So if you are talking to a British person, maybe uh, one of a particular part in the United Kingdom, if you're asking them about their pantry, they might use the word ambry. If any of you are British and uh, are familiar with this term, please uh, explain more to me. I would love to know, you know, where does this come from, if you even know. But I can tell you that this is from uh, the Middle English Almeri, which is from Anglo-French Almeri, from the word arma, which means weapons, and there's more at the word arm. So I'm guessing that uh, this came from maybe the the military, and they would have an area, maybe a pantry sort of like area, where you would open it up, and there would be a bunch of weapons in there, like all those scenes we see in those action movies where they open the thing up and take all the guns out, getting ready for war or fighting or something. So maybe that's where the word came from. And as time went on, they needed less guns, and they needed more canned and boxed goods, and then we call it a pantry. Next is the word ambsace. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. A-M-B-S-A-C-E. This is a noun from the 13th century. And surprise, surprise, it's archaic. The lowest throw at dice. Also, something worthless or unlucky. Next is... Ambulacral. 
These are some fun words in this episode. A-M-B-U-L-A-C-R-A-L. Ambulacral. This is an adjective from 1811 of relating to or being any of the radial areas of echidnoderms along which run the principal nerves, blood vessels, and elements of the water vascular system, as in ambulacral grooves. Anybody in the medical world, I'm guessing, would know what that word is. Next, we have a related word, ambulacrum, C-R-U-M at the end. This is a noun from 1802, an ambulacral area or part. The etymology is interesting. It actually relates to the last word in our previous episode. It is from the Latin ambulare, which means to walk, and there's more at the word amble. Next is ambulance, a relatively normal word amidst all these strange ones to me. This is a noun from 1809, a vehicle equipped for transporting the injured or sick. Next is ambulance chaser, two words. It's a noun from 1896. That word was coined way back in 1896? That's crazy. A lawyer or lawyer's agent who incites accident victims to sue for damages. I guess it's not that crazy that it's uh, that old, but I wouldn't have guessed that that's how old that term was. An ambulance chasing is a noun. Next is ambulant. A-M-B-U-L-A-N-T. This is an adjective from 1619. Moving about. Synonym is ambulatory. Next is ambulate. This is an intransitive verb from circa 1623. To move from place to place. Synonym is walk. Ambulation is a noun. Next is ambulatory. A-M-B-U-L-A-T-O-R-Y. It's the first form. This is an adjective from 1598. One, of relating to or adapted to walking, also occurring during a walk. Two, moving from place to place. Synonym is itinerant. I-T-I-N-E-R-A-N-T. Three, capable of being altered, as in... A will is ambulatory until the testator's death. I don't know if it's testator or testator. I don't even know what another option would be. T-E-S-T-A-T-O-R. I feel like I should know this word, but it is looking completely foreign to me. 4A. Able to walk about and not bedridden, as in ambulatory patients. 4B. Performed on or involving an ambulatory patient or an outpatient, as in ambulatory medical care, or an ambulatory electrocardiogram. Ambulatorily is an adverb. I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, There is no etymology for this. Um, I think it's interesting that it's clearly very related to ambulance uh, being used in the medical world, but it's also just you know, the ability to walk or uh, occurring during a walk or adapted to walking. So what's the connection? Ambulance, the etymology doesn't really say much. Um, It's basically just giving a lot of 
old words. Um, I will give you one. Sorry, I maybe should have mentioned this before. It's from the French ambulant, which literally means ambulant field hospital. But how does and medical stuff relate to walking stuff? That's the that's the connection that I'm missing in my brain. I should probably just move on. Now we have the second form of ambulatory. This is a noun from circa 1616. A sheltered place, as in a cloister or church, for walking. Next and last word for this episode is ambuscade. A-M-B-U-S-C-A-D-E. This is a noun from circa 1588. We just have the synonym ambush. Ambuscade is also a verb, and ambuscator is a noun. Am I pronouncing this word correctly? Ambuscade. That's what it looks like. The etymology says uh, it is Middle French ambuscade, which is modified from Old Italian imboscata, which is from imboscare, which means to place in ambush. And that is from uh, bosco, which means forest. That's of Germanic origin. It's akin to old something, O-H-G. I'm not sure if that's old something German. Uh, Busk, which means forest. And there's more at the words in, I-N, and bush. And that will end this episode. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.